0: This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. There's no business like show business, like no business I know. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. I'm Ken Morrison and this is a program called a Theatre Interlude where I get to talk to actors and actresses, theater personnel about their love of theater right here in Hawkes Bay. Today it's my pleasure to be talking to Hawkes Bay based director and actress Wendy Revel who's directing Napier Operatic's Into the Woods which is on stage at Napier Operatic in Coronation Street in Napier from the 8th until the 23rd of July. Wendy, welcome to a Theatre Interlude.
1: Thank you. It's lovely to be here.
0: It's my pleasure to have you sitting opposite me. (laughs) Now, before we talk about Into the Woods, I'll take us on a journey, Wendy. Your journey into theatre, where did it all start for you?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, Well, I suppose I've come from a family that is very musical, so we've always had a lot of music in the family, Mm -hmm. right? And I've danced. i learnt dancing from about 7 to 15. And then um, probably... When I started acting, was uh, a tricky time for me. When I was about 14, I was um, very, very shy, extremely shy, extremely shy. If I could get through the day without talking to people, I did very well. Uh, so my mother couldn't stand it any longer. She, she was a big uh, musician here and taught a lot of music, and she said, this is a waste of time. You're going to speech and drama, which I did, and suddenly realised that you could... Go on stage and act, and not be yourself. Wonderful, and it brought a lot of confidence into my life. Yeah, wow. hugely important. And I say that to all mothers that have shy children, that it is the best thing to do: speech and drama. And that's when I started to I started to teach that. Um, uh, yes, entire happy a few years mm. later, but that's where it all started. Basically, that and um, a lot of music. We learnt violins and mm. clarinets and. Theatre completely, so um, it's a great start.
0: Although you were a shy person, did you discover when you blossomed on that first stage <laughs> production that you were a natural?
1: Well, what is a natural? I don't know. Well, I don't think <laughs> anyone,
0: I don't think everyone can act, and you know, people say, "Oh, you can do anything you like," but I don't think so. I think
1: no. I think I think what people think is that when I was doing a lot of teaching of speech and drama, that often a parent would say. Um, so-and-so here is, he's going to be wonderful, mm. or she's going to be wonderful, but look, um, sending along her brother or sister or whatever, uh, he's very shy, I mean, you know, but I'm just sending him, it's easy for the two to come to yes. lessons, and I will tell you now, nine times out of ten, the shyer one, the less yes. extrovert yes. <laughs> of the two would make the actor. Um, I don't know, it's just something that often, I mean, not always, no. of course, but... Can you teach people to act? I suppose you can, but would they? Do they become good actors? Or um, can you become a good actor? Well, of course you can become a, an actor, but whether you've got to have that passion—the passion for research, the passion for understanding, commitment, and the desire to um, the desire to do something that's different—you know, be someone that's different. I think that's the big thing with acting. It would, be say,
0: it would be fair to say that you do have the passion, but what is it that drives you after these many years that you've been involved in theatre and music? You're still doing it. You probably, I'm sure you do still love it.
1: What is it about it that does it for you? People. Mm. People. And just when you think you get to know them, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yes, it's, it's an extraordinary, it's life. That's yes, what of life is. It is yeah. Life is all of that. And um, after all, the stage is just a reflection of life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's what keeps me going. Interesting people. And people that are willing to stick with something or work hard at something. And everybody um, its facing the negatives and then um, it's the positives in life. I think the great thing thing
0: about theatre is probably this is what you find as well, is that you can escape your real life because once you walk into that stage (laughs) door, it's a different world, isn't it? Yes,
1: absolutely. You're absolutely correct there. Absolutely. Uh, You can't can't act yourself. No. Can you? No. Uh, You can't see it. You can't be it. But you can think it, but it's actually giving internally as well.
0: Mm. Do you think that you need, and you might have one, or you might not, you need a big ego to be involved in theatre, the, the way that you have been over the years? I mean, you're a, a renowned director, uh, you're great at what you do.
1: Have you got a big ego to go with that? No, I haven't. Are you sure? Uh, I'm sure you I <laughs> haven't. I'll tell you what I have. I'm a bit stubborn, and I'm passionate, and I care... And I, I, I love people, I care, and I never, ever give up. That's one thing I was taught when I was young, never give up once you're committed to something. Is that an ego? I don't think that's an no, ego. No, I don't think it is at all. No.
0: no. What sort of productions do you prefer to do? When you, um, comedy, drama, musicals? Or are they all in their own way, they're all the same challenge?
1: They are all challenges in various ways. But I think the musicals I enjoy. I mean, you've got opera, you have drama, you have dance. The extraordinary thing in musical theatre is the combination of all disciplines. And that's why it's very difficult. I mean, in every musical, you've got to have those three disciplines. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not a musical. Would you agree?
0: I would agree, 100%. So
1: um, that's what I'm passionate about, yes, musicals.
0: I wonder when you, uh, you take on a role as a director, do you feel the weight of the world of that show on your shoulders? You, do you carry that with you until opening night or do you carry that weight with you until the curtain comes down for the last time?
1: Okay, and that's a very big question. Uh. Yes, it is. Um, I feel committed. I feel, yes, I suppose, the weight of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, I feel committed, totally, and I really work hard. At everything that I do And I, I don't In professional theatre You give up the role of directing When it opens mm-hmm. And you that's the end of you um, But I like to watch every show That I have done Just in case an actor feels Hmm, that got a good laugh last night I'm going to go for <laughs> that one too <laughs> Yes so
0: I wonder it, what what you said there that's that's what's supposed to happen but the reality is often quite different is that some directors don't like to let go they like to turn up every night and sort of t- tweak it so when opening night comes on do you hand over to the stage manager and walk oh, well, away from it? Well you are
1: meant to do you yes. This? that's part of theatre yes you do but I still like to see every night
0: Handing over your baby
1: Well you are aren't yeah. you because it's a lot of work if you do your homework it's a lot of work directing a show
0: How do you feel on opening night?
1: Excited excited for them Are you nervous as well? The actors. Oh, he said, of course I'm nervous. Of course I'm nervous. No different to the actors, of course.
0: And do you feel a responsibility that the audience have to enjoy it or do you disconnect from them because they think you've done your bit, the curtain's going to go up, and whether they like it or not, you can't do any more?
1: It's a tricky thing to say that um, sometimes... Every show has something different to give, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're doing a straight comedy, it is just as difficult, if not more so, than doing a drama. But, um, I mean, the likes of the one I'm doing, the I suppose I shouldn't... No,
0: no, the, <laughs> but I would woods, like yes. to
1: mention that the one, the Into the Woods that I'm directing at this moment um, is a combination of everything. It is totally... Um, it's thought-provoking. It's learning a lesson in life. It's uh, humorous, extremely, and it's very clever. Mm. And, um, yes, it has a lot to yes. <laughs> so, so I don't know about that question. Okay, well, <laughs> we're going
0: we're to get on to talking about Into the Woods very shortly. Yes. But I wonder, um, when the curtain comes down for the last time, you know, you've been involved with uh, probably in this case maybe dozens of people. They've become your family for the last three or four or five or six months. Mm.
1: Is it hard to leave them behind? Yes, very much. Very much, that's why it's always nice to have something else to go on to. Mm. Or in the distance you might do something or you're reading something else that interests you. Um, Certainly the cast take a lot of winding down too. They become very good and committed Mm. friends. Otherwise, uh, uh, they're not believable on there. They have to get on. And yes, it is hard to let something go once you've worked so hard on it. Very much so.
0: When you reflect on your uh, career to date in theatre, if you had to pick one show which stood out for you, almost that you would say, wow, that's the best show I've ever been involved with, could you do that or too hard to
1: pick? Oh, it is too hard to pick, although I particularly loved Chicago. I do like things that are based on reality and Chicago really happened. It's, It's life, yes. It's just... I have to have some form of believability in it, that's all. And preferably something that's happened.
0: Is there a production out there that you have yet to do and you just have to do it before you hang up your director's <laughs> baton, on <so laughs> Well, even though
1: it's an old production, I do particularly fancy cabaret. Yes. Done in a modern form or same era, but done with the style of, uh, yes, the music has to be lifted and everything, but, you know, just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show.
0: Did you have a dream when you look back of where theatre might take you or ha- is it taking you to where you want to be?
1: No, I was going to be a famous actress. Yes. I haven't been. Right, why, why haven't you been? What, well, let's have a t-
0: talk about that. Why haven't you been a famous actress?
1: I think it's funny. Uh, um, no, no. Um, well, because I married this man. That's all his fault. No, it's not all his fault. He's wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, but, um, and I went to live in Happy, which is a... And had four children there And it's a um, different kind of life But the lessons I learned there Have been great for directing No, I worked there from there And um, miles from nowhere it was Yes, too. indeed um, Maybe maybe I realised when I was um, on the um, Orsover And that's the P&O line Singing, dancing and acting mm. I did realise then that that title, type of life you, you had to be very yes. careful <laughs> It wasn't totally for me I think I'd like to um, just be a little bit more homebody, really. Can you make
0: it in New Zealand, do you think, or do you have to go to where it's at, like Broadway
1: and West End? I think it's a bit late for me. Yes, yeah, possibly a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think if you're very good and you really strive and you really work and have the opportunities, and uh, opportunities have to be there. You just have to be aware they're there. I mean, uh, just because you've been... um, Stood down, or somebody doesn't appreciate you ten times. Mm. The eleventh time might show you. It's having that strength, yes. isn't it? Do you think
0: theatre is in good heart in
1: Hawke's Bay? Of course it is. Yeah. It's wonderful.
0: Why is that? Why do we still like going to the theatre?
1: Well, I think um, oh, I think it's an escape mm. for people, It's sca- especially in the last couple of years. So there's been, uh, mm, if you can absolutely. get a show on, you're doing very well, or play, or whatever. And there have been some wonderful, wonderful plays. To, uh, for the people to see around here, particularly, mm. of late. And I think, yes, no, it's always going to be an escapism. Absolutely. It has to be. has to be.
0: How would you like to be remembered? How would Wendy Revel oh. like to be remembered by the theatre community when oh. the times to come to hang oh, up your baton? I know you're not that. dead yet, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, I just hope... I've just shared what I love to do and I hope that some people have built confidence um, when I've directed. Others have learnt lots when I've directed. um, I just, yes, maybe just that I've given my best and cared and loved theatre.
0: I'm sure they will be saying that about you, Wendy. Okay, now that brings us on to your latest production, which is uh, Into the Woods. Uh, You're going to tell us a little bit about it, but what was it that appealed to you about this particular production that you would decide to even take it on? Because I guess people have said to you many times, oh, we want you to do this, and you said,
1: oh, no, I don't really fancy that. What is it about Into the Woods that you thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that? Oh, the timing of it Mm. the timing of it, COVID, all this sort of thing it's um, very pertinent for now, for this time very much so, even though it was written in, what was it, about 87 Mm. 89, uh, around then um, and so cleverly written, I mean uh, you could be I think some of the cast are still learning uh, lines, Wendy look at this, did you know this, of course, you see and so it's, um, it's just a bit special, very yeah. special play. Difficult, but very special.
0: But it's about something that just about every <laughs> single person knows, and it's about <laughs> Grimm's fairy tales. Yes,
1: it is. It is.
0: But not the way that we would know it, perhaps. No.
1: Well, the first act, uh, let me say this, is often done uh, by schools or junior theatres and things. That's fine. The first act is really the fairy tales. Mm-hmm. We have, what, uh, Cinderella, Jack and the Beanstalk... Um, Rapunzel, Little Red Riding Hood all those feature in it and they're all brought together by the baker and his wife now they are in search because the witch has put a spell on the father and he can't have children etc they want to have a child now the witch has put a spell on them and said if you do get me these four things um, I will, you'll be able to have a child Mm. So the whole of the first act goes in search of these four things, which are to do with the four fairy tales that I've just yes. mentioned. And um, fine. And so at the end of Act One, everybody's very happy. Thank you very <laughs> much. Lovely. I've got everything I want. Fantastic. Super. Life is a breeze. The realism of life is that it's not a breeze. No. Is that how we get the negatives is what we is our next plan of action now we 've got everything. Are we any happier so Act two begins exactly the same way once upon a time with everybody having what they want. Um, now, are you happy? Mm. Are you going to be able to work some life from here? And uh, the giant S or the giant's wife, comes down to find the killer who killed her husband. I'm telling you this because yes. it's quite difficult to uh, understand in a short time. Uh, to and uh, accidentally, there's a few getting... All she wants is Jack. Jack. Because he climbed the beanstalk and stole the harp, and then et and the hens, and etc. All she wants is Jack. But... Mother doesn't want to give Jack up. Does she want to ever give a son mm. up? No. And the community have to act together. They don't. They're still selfishly mm. acting for themselves. Yeah. So the lesson in life is at the end that if we don't think of other people, we'll never get anywhere.
0: Without giving away the ending, uh, no, it could be a spoiler alert. Am I going to leave the theatre feeling uplifted?
1: You get thought provoking.
0: Yes, I love that.
1: Um, I don't think uh, they're going to laugh. Maybe, mm. maybe, uh, might be. I told you so, or something like that, coming out of the theatre. But no, I hope, I hope they'll get from it the same things that I understand from it as life.
0: Yes, just indeed. life,
1: the lessons of life.
0: Now the curtain's going to come down on the twenty third of July. Where to from there for Wendy? In theater Oh, it's, I don't know. Got you got sub- Do
1: you have something for we you I might have again? something for you. I've
0: talked about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, it's been a pleasure to talk with you on this Theatre Interlude. You look after yourself, and we will talk to you again in the very near future.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. There's, no There's no business like show, business like
0: no business like no. Everything about it is appealing. Everything the traffic will allow. You have that happy feeling when you are stealing
1: that extra bow. There's no people like show people, they smile when they are alone. Yesterday they told you you would not go far. That
0: night you opened and there you are. Next day on your dressing room they pump a star. Let's go on with the show. The costumes, the scenery, the makeup, the props, the audience that lifts you when you're down.
1: The headaches,
0: the heartaches, the backaches, the flops, the sheriff who escorts you out of town.
1: The opening when your heart beats like a drum. The closing when the customers won't come. There's no way business like show business if you tell me it's so
0: traveling through the country is so thrilling standing out in front on opening nights smiling as you watch the benches filling and see your building up there in light there's
1: no people like show people they smile when they are lost. With the turkey that you know will fall You may be
0: stranded out in the cold Still you wouldn't change it for a sack of
1: gold Let's go
0: on with the show Let's go
1: on with the show